You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number eight. We're still working our way through each Enneagram number and focusing on their strengths, and today, number five is up. I am seriously so excited to talk to you guys about this subject today because it is so important if we want to become the best version of ourselves. This one thing could hold you back or push you forward. What is this one thing you might ask? Drum roll, please. It is continued learning and striving to understand complex things so you can grow. Enneagram fives are so good at this. They're kind of information junkies. So be like Enneagram fives in this next 10 to 15 minutes. Grab a pen and paper or pull up your notes on your phone because this is going to be a good one. You don't want to miss any of this information. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is my Enneagram life. For their own security and self-esteem, fives need to have at least one area in their lives which they have a degree of expertise in that will allow them to feel capable and connected to the world. Fives think, I'm going to find something that I can be really good at and then I'll be able to meet the challenges of life. But I can't have other things distracting me or getting in the way. They therefore develop an intense focus on whatever they can master and feel secure about. This is a great example of how we should live our lives, focusing on our strengths like a five. They master one or two things so they can feel confident and competent in their lives. We should do the same. So all our lives we're taught to kind of Work on your weaknesses. You know, in school, if you aren't good at math, you have to stay after. You have to keep doing your problems. Yes, it's a good thing to know your multiplication tables, but how does it make you feel? When we focus on our weakness, it drains our confidence. And you've probably heard me say it before, and I'll say it again. Confidence is the key to having a successful, fulfilled, and happy life. And I'm not saying your confidence has to be super low, It just has to be like 5% lower than your peak performance to make a difference in your life and make a negative impact. Because think about it, when have you ever done something worthwhile in your life when your confidence was low? When have you ever aced the test or made the goal or got the date or got the promotion, closed the deal, or did one more max rep when your confidence was just slightly under 100%? I'm going to guess not very often. So here's a little example of what your confidence or lack of confidence can really do. The other day I was at the gym and I was bench pressing. I was on my second set and the last few of my first set were pretty hard. When I sat down to do my second set, my confidence was just slightly lower than it should have been. What should have been easy for those first couple reps, they were so hard and I could barely do them. I had to put the bar down for a second, regain my confidence. There is no way I was going to be able to finish that entire set with my confidence just lowered slightly. And I'm not saying my confidence was super low on that set. It was just low enough to not give me the power to finish strong. After I waited a few seconds, I got my head straight and then I blew through the rest of the sets. Okay, but on the other hand, how do you feel when you focus on your strengths? Say you're really good at public speaking. You're up on stage. You're having the time of your life. Your confidence is up. Your speech is on fire. 
and you are not thinking one thought about the multiplication problems you don't remember. This is how we need to be living our lives. And when you're not as good at something, surround yourself with the people who are good at those things. Having connections to other people in areas that you lack can build confidence for yourself. That is why in this podcast we are recognizing each number's strength so we can know who we need to learn from. So find out what you're really good at. It could be your compassion, your drive, your creativity, your communication skills, your commitment, your problem solving, your ability to learn something and teach it so easily. You need to hone in on these gifts you have because not everyone has the same gifts. Just like the five find security and purpose in using their mastered skills, we also will find purpose and fulfillment and happiness when we are growing in our strengths. And here's the thing, these gifts are from the Lord and not one single person has the same set of skills. And when we are using the gifts he has given us, we are honoring him and contributing to the world. Our gifts are meant to be used for others. And if you listen to episode number four, we talked about how to find purpose in serving others. And most of the time, we're going to use our gifts to serve others. So all my life, I played soccer. I was on the varsity team as a freshman. I played club soccer for a really good team. I prided myself for being one of the best. You know, we all think we're some kind of hot shot in high school. My team always played out of state tournaments and they were pretty hard and I contributed a lot to the team. So when I got a scholarship to go play college soccer, it was confirmed I was awesome. But when I got to the college level, I'm not going to lie, it was completely different. I sucked so bad. Before this new level, I was one of the fastest and strongest, and then all of a sudden, I was one of the slowest. My touch wasn't as good as the others, and obviously, my confidence was at an all-time low. Oftentimes, we tie our confidence to our achievements, and that's where we can get in trouble. When we are not achieving or at our best, our head drops. So I had a choice. Either focus on that I was one of the worst players out there and beat myself up, that I was not naturally as gifted as the other girls, or focus on my strengths. By no means am I saying to stop working hard and trying to improve your weaknesses and yourself, but I'm saying don't focus all your energy on it. For me, I would train with the coaches after practice. I worked on my touches in the dorms. I ran a few extra miles, but I was never going to be as good as some of the naturally gifted players. And I was okay with that because I had found my strength and how I could contribute to the team. I was going to work so hard at practice to get the other girls prepared for the games and be the best dang cheerleader Trinity International University has ever seen. Of course, I wanted to play more, but that is not what the team needed from me. They needed someone who would lift the team's spirits when they were down or cheer them on even when they had a sloppy touch. And I'm pretty sure that's the only reason why I was given a spot to travel because I embraced my gifts of truly encouraging others and I made a difference on that team. I saw the other girls who didn't play much either and their confidence was so low. They didn't want to work hard. They were embarrassed they didn't make the travel team. They didn't want to cheer on their teammates when they didn't get a chance to play. They were focusing on their weaknesses of not being as good as the other girls and comparing themselves. They were not living in their strengths and fully embracing them so they could contribute. So don't be like those girls. Find your strengths and grow in them. They might not seem significant 
like me, cheering on my teammates every single game in practice, but serving in your strengths just might get you a ticket across the country for nationals knowing full well you'd be the designated cheerleader. So really take some time to uncover your strengths and grow in them. Be like a five and master just a couple of areas in your life so you can feel more confident and secure in your strengths. Another thing that we can really learn from fives is their thirst for knowledge. Reading and self-development is kind of like working out. You don't know how good it feels until you stop and then start again. Fives never stop. They're obsessed with taking in new information, and we should too. If we are not growing, we are going backwards. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but readers are leaders. And if you are someone listening to this podcast, you are someone who wants to better themselves and make a difference in this world. Whether it's just in your family or you want to change the world, continued learning is where it all starts. And you are listening to this podcast, so you're already off to a great start. But don't stop there. Find books that you can read about the people you really look up to and the people that have gone before you. There's so much power in actually holding a book and reading it. If you want to be a fantastic mom or a dad or a spouse or a business owner or athlete, there's nothing new under the sun and success leaves clues. So by reading how these successful people have lived their lives, we can glean knowledge from them on how to live ours. Okay, so you're like, what am I supposed to do with all this newfound knowledge from reading and learning? They say knowledge is power, but in reality, if we just take in all this information and don't do anything with it, it's worth nothing. You're not impacting anyone. Your life isn't changing because you're not putting anything into practice. You're just reading the book and taking the course or going to the seminar or listening to the podcast and it's not giving you any power to change your life. It's up to you to take the information in and apply it to your life. Knowledge is power when it's backed up by action. So when you're reading and learning, be intentional about finding ways to apply it to your life and implementing the information. So to recap today's episodes, we can learn so many things from fives by mastering just a few of our strengths. We don't have to be good at everything, which is kind of hard for me to say because I'm a three and I want to be good at everything, but grow in your strengths. Just like I didn't try to be the best soccer player out there, I wanted to hone in on my skill of encouraging my team. Find a way to serve others in your gifts. This is where we will find purpose and happiness. And thanks for listening to My Enneagram Life. If you liked this podcast, share it with a friend and subscribe so you never miss out. And I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy you're tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was and your biggest takeaway by taking a screenshot of this episode and tagging me on your story at My Enneagram Life so I can see what's helping you. This keeps me motivated to keep creating new content for you and insights on what you want to hear more of. And it's a great way to share something with your friends. I can't wait to see you on Instagram. And remember, keep working toward becoming the best version of yourself. I'll see you next week.